This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. When I think of big cities, I think of, you know, moving and grooving and, you know, uh, people looking out for each other. I do. I, I kind of think of it like, you know, a whole bunch of people living around each other. Yeah. And sometimes I think in Tacoma, we forget that we, we are that way. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. And we are back for another episode of We Art Tacoma. My guest today is Paige Hansen. How are you, Paige? I'm good, Eric. It's so nice that I work with you now at KNKX and I can see you. I know. So this, uh, most of the episodes of We Art Tacoma are recorded on location at Moonyard Studio in North Tacoma. But this one we're doing a special uh, KNKX uh, recording. So thank you for teaching me the equipment so that we could do this. Oh, yeah. It's my pleasure. So you have, I feel like, a really interesting career in the arts or arts-related fields. You are a jazz host on KNKX, Midday Jazz, 12 to 3. You can hear Paige Hansen on 88.5. KNKX, look, I just got an add-in for yes. KNKX there. Good job. Um, but you also have like a whole musical career uh, as well that I think is really interesting, and I wanted to delve into both sides of things. Well, that's so nice. Yeah, I um, well, I started off uh, just singing and dancing. You know, my we had a piano growing up and bought a guitar with my high school money, and I've just always— you know, sung and danced and played. And it's always, I always feel like I'm kind of going a million different directions because I love it so much. And then, you know, I got married and had kids and that sort of took over, you know, all my time for quite a while. But I always was able to do some jazz and some dance and some music. And uh, now that the kids are uh, preteen and teen, mm-hmm. I have a bit more space and it's been really exciting to start to, uh, see some of the songs I've written with my band kind of starting to, we're going to go in the studio in about a month. And I'm just excited about, uh, you know, showing people what we've been up to and, and doing some of the, the music that's really special to my heart. What what music is, is special to your heart? Because you seem to have, a, again, like a, a wide-ranging resume. So go back early on, like what inspired you to get into music? Oh, Let's start with yeah. that. Cool. Well, I'm a, you know, a child of the I was born in the 70s, but I kind of came of age during grunge. Oh, wow. And actually moving uh, to this area was very exciting because, uh, you know, this is where Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden all cut their teeth in, you know, the flannel. I was just so excited to to be here. My first job, uh, you know, after I got out of um, college in Colorado was in Missouri, and so there was a lot of bluegrass there. So okay. that's a lot, and I wasn't I liked it for sure. And I and it definitely fit the side of me that likes folk and singer songwriter stuff because I did start playing uh, after high school uh, on the guitar and I was very heavily influenced by uh, um, you know uh, Alanis Morissette and Jewel. You know some yeah. of those singer songwriter types because I was like really digging that Patty Griffin. So I kind of dug into that when I was in Missouri, and then uh, but then yeah, moving out here, I was like ooh grunge. You know, because I also have that side of me that likes that real, just hardcore chords and and angst and passion. You know, so that's always been a part of me. And then when I started working here, I met a jazz guitarist, Denny Foreman, who I still work with. Uh, to this day, and 
uh, he just sort of influenced me into the jazz. I was doing news here for a while, so I listened to the jazz, but I wasn't— um, You were the, a, news ho- a news host, right? I was a news host, but I definitely was still a musician, but I was, I was more interested in, like, singer-songwriter stuff. And Denny uh, sort of influenced me with all these chords, because jazz chords are a little different. You know, they're, they're kind of—they don't sound perfect. You know, there's, they're not poppy. They don't appeal to everyone, but when you yeah. learn to kind of hear, they really can, they can just pull on your heartstrings or they can, you know, uh, cause you to feel a little, you know, excitement. I just, I just think it's, it's wonderful. And he helps the stuff I write organically kind of give it that jazz sensibility, which I'm so grateful for. So, wow. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, you and I might share a similar kind of thing where where I am, now that I work here, learning to appreciate so much more about jazz than I did before, simply because I'm listening to it more. Um, and it sounds like you kind of were introduced to jazz from working at the radio station a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I was a little overwhelmed because there does seem to be a whole lot of history involved yeah. in this, and people in the know really know. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, like they're like— I know, met some of those, like, they're, yes. they are into jazz. This is, you know, like even today, I, I hope I didn't uh, intimidate or, or sound kind of, you know, like I'm telling you. But Footprints by Wayne Shorter, which is the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's a 3-4. It's like a waltz time. Okay. But we were playing a version today that is Roy Hargrove. Uh, who's passed away. He's a young, younger trumpeter. And he, all that we all ever said about it was, you know, this is from his re- recording plays Miles Davis, okay? So I was listening to it today and I was like, this is not in three, four time. This is not. This this version of Footprints is not in three, four time. Not that that's a huge deal, but I went back and looked and I, sure enough, when Miles Davis did it, um, he did it in three, four time. Hmm. So Roy did it in four or four time. I mean, that's not a huge, huge well, deal, but that's the kind of thing, like, I don't want to, like, go on about, get all nerdy into music with people if they're just discovering that for the first time. You know? Right, because if that's someone's introduction to jazz, and they're, that, like, they're like, I don't care about TMI. that. TMI, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you study music? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, musical theater is what I wanted to go into. Okay. And uh, my mother, who taught, she got her BFA in fine arts uh, theater, and uh, she ended up being a theater teacher. She just said to me when I went to college, honey, if you can major in anything else under the umbrella of Bachelor of Arts, I think you would do better than if you specified so, you know, pointedly into musical theater because that is such a, it's just such a narrow field. And she, she was just, I think, concerned that I, I wouldn't have work. <laughs> I think she was concerned right. it would be stressful. And she just thought, you know, since you're spending these thousands of dollars on a degree, maybe if you get a degree that's more broad. And she at the time was doing radio voiceover work in commercials. Oh, okay. I sound a lot like my mom. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll get work, right? And uh, and the voice for radio is nice because it doesn't matter how old you get. You know, I was very aware. Even and in some cases, age. as you age, your voice gets better for radio, right? It like might. it gets a little bit more gravitas uh, as they, yeah. 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 Well, and you know, the thing at, at that age and still, you you can see it in a lot of the all the news and you know, uh, people who age, it, it becomes an issue. If you're a visual, if you're on a visual mm. medium, you know, people look at that and judge it. Unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to be. Right. You know, we have to be okay with that. But it was nice being in a field where it, it doesn't really matter as much. Mm. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm I'm impressed with someone, and this is just because I I 
I love music, but I don't have the music knowledge or the musicality where I could just like what you just did where um, you are, you know, you can sing the song, you can recognize the time signature, you can compare and contrast them. Like I, I'm just really impressed. So that's why I asked oh, about studying because well, like that's just you. something where I'm, it's just, you know, a foreign language to me in some ways. Well, that's how I feel hanging out with some of the musicians I hang out with because, uh, uh, for example, Brady McCowan, who's just my favorite saxophonist ever, and he plays in like three bands with me. He was trying to explain some very high concept to me of, yeah. of tuning. And I just looked him dead in the eye and said, why are you slumming it with me, man? <laughs> I just don't even understand. I said, maybe someday I'll understand what the heck you just said to me. But, you know, it's it's cool in a way to get older and still know that you have a lot to learn. And my favorite people are not know-it-alls. My favorite yeah. people are like, dang, I got a lot to learn. You yeah. know, teach me what you can. And I want to, you know, get better. But, do, you, you know, do you perform around the, the South Sound a lot? You know, I, as much as I can, um, I'm still trying to find, you know, my niche. Um, I really believe that people who are underage, under 21, should be able to access good music. And unfortunately, a lot of our, our clubs are 21 up right now. And uh, the, the few that we have. even. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, and I think I think the thing that we're missing um, and maybe you can help you know, light me up and tell me about some of the places I'm missing, but is that kind of hybrid place where kids can go and their parents can go and the parents can get a beer. Right. Right. So it's like kind of, you know, someone can, you can have a drink, but your kids can also come and have some cheese sticks and then see some music because um, I just think that's so important. Music in the community, you know, and entertainment in general. So you are, if I uh, recall correctly, uh, looking at your Instagram and all sorts of things, uh, you are in at least a couple bands. Is that accurate? Yep, yep. Tell it's, me about uh, those. I'm living the dream, Eric. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I know you have little ones at home, so I mean, it's, it does get easier once they can do more. Like, you know, put on clothes by themselves. <laughs> That's a nice n- nice feature. I'm looking forward to that Empty upgrade. the dishwasher. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Say goodnight and actually go to bed. <laughs> it's All like good. it's a revelation. They sound great. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so uh, so my best friend Melanie Vale, who's uh, one just one of Tacoma's finest uh, jazz singers, she sings with many jazz bands. She wanted to do a dance band, so we have a dance band together. I'm a backup singer. I, I'm featured on a couple tunes as well, but it's disco and fun dance hits. So some '80s in there. What's the name of the band? It's called Candy Shop. S H O P P E, and uh, so hopefully we'll be uh, we're going to be out and I think we're going to be at Dawson's on Valentine's Day, so that okay. should be a fun Valentine's Day date. That's a fun little place, by the way. Um, Where's been, Dawson's? It's out at what they call New Tacoma. I don't know if they're still calling it New Tacoma there on South Tacoma Way. Okay, um, over by. Airport Tavern, oh, yes. Plaid Pig, the Mule, all that. the Mule, all those fun little places. So it's one of those places, and we've been, but we've been at McMinimins, and I'm so grateful that they're uh, booking bands too. Oh yeah, no kidding. But then that, you know, so I started going the, down that road and practicing with with Candy Shop, and it just woke up the creative beast in me, Eric. I just was like, I'm back, I'm back. I mean, I was writing music in my 20s before I got married, and even even I joined a chapter of of the songwriters. Um, songwriters association to look to get better so you know i i kind of stopped all of that for a while and it, you know it just when your kids are small it does it takes probably half your brain away i mean yeah. it just does oh yeah it's being used but it's just for other things yeah for other things and so there was like a decade and i wondered like would it come back and then it just came back in a flood it was so exciting so i had to start carrying a notebook around even just you know in the summertime i remember it was like not this last summer but the summer before i just started writing I was writing lyrics and poems, and then 
And then I'd go on the keyboard or my guitar, and I would just start coming up with melodic lines and chords. And then it was then the, then it was like, okay, Paige, you need to find a, a band, find your people, and that's that's actually kind of a really cool thing. And I I admire anyone who, who starts a band because the first thing you do is you look around and say, who do I want to play with and create with? This is true in any creative field, right? Who do I want to create with? Right. And that's a big deal because it won't be everyone. It won't be everyone. Sure. It can be. And the risk is if you ask the people to be creative with you that you admire the most, they might say no, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have to ask yourself, do I want to work with anyone else? Because sometimes it becomes very uh, precious, not precious, but you just, it's very personal. You're just like, this person is the best. And I really want to, so (laughs) I wanted to work with Brady McCowan. uh, He plays saxophone and drums. I wanted to work with Denny Foreman because he's been my right-hand guitarist you know, since since my firstborn was one years old and I was just starting to sing out again. Uh, and then a uh, drummer I've loved for years, who's a real estate agent in town, Tom Hume. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we had, uh, my, my, my bassist that I'd asked uh, ended up uh, not working out in the long run, but we have a great bassist that I found since uh, in March. She's been working with us, Stephanie Jones. And they just keep coming back and we've been writing stuff. We, we probably rehearse once a week on average. And you know? is this Candy Chopper or is this a different band? So this band? is my original yes. band. That yes. I zi- then uh, I went out, branched out, and asked people I really wanted to work with creatively. Yeah. And uh, they just kept coming back. So that's called that's Playtonics. Playtonics, okay. So it's like we're playful. The tonic is a part of the chord that you play. It sounds like platonic, mm-hmm. which is kind of an interesting thing. And you know, we've just been writing about love and about relationships and about— um, some politics, too, because, you know, we've had some pretty intense years politically. And, yes. You know, just writing about things that are that make you feel something. You know, that's the, that's the key. And then, so the songs exist, and now it's just kind of like, now we just have to figure out how it's going to be performed or recorded or sent out into the world. It's a cool world we live in now because it's really a worldwide, you know, uh, phenomenon when you put music out there. Yeah. I mean, there's... I just I keep thinking about underage kids. I just want like that fourteen year old in Iceland to find <laughs> us and be like, they're speaking to me, you know. And, I mean, who knows? And we're all different ages. What's that's cool? My guitarist is is um, in his sixties, and uh, Stephanie and Brady are in their twenties. That's and a big age range me and Tom for a band. Forties. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you've got this. It's like a intergenerational thing, and I. I like that because I feel like we do a disservice to ourselves when we think that people outside of our age group won't understand us. Because yeah. I think that we can learn so much from older people and younger people. Yeah. And when you see young people play, it inspires and influences you as well, right? Yeah. I just saw a Beatles cover band this summer at one of the Parks concerts, and this older uh, gentleman, he uh, leans over to me. I said, oh, do you like this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I love the Beatles. I said, I just wish there was some younger people in this band. I said, why? He's like, I just, it, it makes me happy to see younger people performing because I think this is going to go on. They're appreciating something I appreciate. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's a connection like between that. us. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, are there any uh, upcoming shows for the Platonics? Or so, is it just Platonics? The it, Platonics or Platonics? Platonics. Platonics. Yeah. We've, we've been, I've been working to, to book us. Like I said, I'm kind of picky, though. I really want us to be somewhere where underage people can come. Mm. I just feel like, yeah, are we a 21-plus band? Yeah. But we're not a party band, really. We're, uh, 
I really want to appeal to those to those the young people who, as I remember, I don't know about you, but when I was that age, I was definitely looking for music I could relate to. You know, a voice that that uh, I was listening to oldies during that entire Were time, you? and I was really nerdy, and I didn't go to concerts. Did you like? Did you like the oldies though? I loved them. Were you bopping around like? I I could still sing oh, almost every single stuff. oldie lyric to oh. you. I'm fascinated by the the music of the time. I yeah. just read a history of rock and roll covering oh. that time, early rock and roll in 1963. Yeah, like I for some reason that is. It's my, my, what my parents listened to, but yeah. I really, uh, I really did get into it. There's a um, uh, nerdy kid. No, no, that's that's totally cool. And we, you know, we do tend to listen to what our parents listen to. Yeah, that, that is definitely a thing. And so, hopefully, our parents have good taste, right? And uh, my mom was into musical theater, which I think influenced me pretty heavily. Yeah, sure. But uh, we, we do a cover. Denny Denny brought to the band. We each did a cover this last summer. We performed at the Lakewood Farmer's Market a few times. And he he wanted to do Just My Imagination. Nice. Which was such, I love that song. Yeah. Running yeah. away, running away with me. <laughs> such a good dude. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so Playtonics coming up soon? Playtonics. So, yes. Um, like I said, we're going to do some of our original stuff, but in a smaller group, just three of us okay. um, at Zodiac Supper Club on the 22nd. So in a couple of weeks on Friday night, 7 to 10 p.m., and yeah, there's a uh, coffee shops. I've, I, I'm, you know, we were at Metronome in May. Okay. Trying to get back in there. Many coffee shops aren't open at night, so I'm trying to find kind of that. Yeah, there's only scene. a few of them that are. Yeah, and then there's also there's there's some clubs down there in the New Tacoma area. Um, Real Art is one of them that are all ages, and so I might just say, hey, let's let's do a show there, and let's let's sell tickets, and then you know the people who are older and want to get a drink, they can just go to one of the bars, you know, take a little break. And go get a drink and come back. Yeah. Because that's just, I think, where we're going to have to look coming up. But maybe even just a house show. Well, I'll just, uh, you can find us, though, on Instagram and on uh, Facebook, Platonics okay. Band. I will put links to those in the show follow notes. follow us and just kind of see what we're up to. But, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so fun. That's cool. Well, let's take a, a quick sponsor break. And when we come back, I want to talk about the other side of your life and radio. This is Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan MVP, Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 sister podcast, Nerd Farmer. Hope and I are setting off on a new adventure. We're moving to the Middle East for the next few years and exploring a new culture. Don't worry, don't worry. The Nerd Farmer podcast isn't going anywhere. But do you know what is coming with us? My Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan. Here's what's cool. Alaska has more than 15 global partners, which allows me to earn and use Alaska miles even when I'm not flying Alaska. So if I leave SeaTac and fly direct to Dubai on Emirates on an eligible fare, I'm going to earn Alaska miles on that flight. That means whenever I fly home, I'm going to be racking up some insane miles that I can use to book future travel. If you have an international vacation plan, check out the list of Alaska airline partners like Japan Airlines, British Airways, Cathay Pacific, Qantas, and a whole lot more. Enter your Alaska Airlines mileage plan number when you book with Alaska Global Partners and watch those miles add up toward elite status on your next trip. My thanks to Alaska Airlines for their continued support of Channel 253. Learn more at alaskaair.com backslash global partners. And we're back with Paige Hansen. Paige, we've heard about your musical career, but I also want to talk about the other side of it, which is being a jazz host with KNKX. What is that like? Oh, it's so fun. I'm living the dream, Eric. Like, who wouldn't want to be a jazz DJ? Did you ever see WKRP in Cincinnati? That old show. I, I've, I've seen like their their famous uh, Thanksgiving Day episode. <laughs> yeah, I got to look back at some of those. Yeah. My parents used to watch it. And uh, 
I just, uh, I think there was, was this name Venus Flytrap? And Something like that. Johnny. Yeah, anyway, one of them would, you know, make the studio dark and just kind of create a mood. And it was just so fun watching that. And um, I think it, it kind of it romanticized it in a way, but it's also, it is just really fun. Yeah. That's what we do when we're kind of coming of age is like, if you like someone, you're, you're like, oh, I'm going to play in my music. Or back in my day, we made a mixtape. Sure, I did that. Or yeah. CDs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, make a little, and then yeah. and then you, you give it to the person, and you're just like, hey, here's some songs that I'd like you to listen to. And then they listen to the songs, and they think, oh, does he, does he mean that for me? Or, you know, you right. read into it. So it's really, it's quite kind of personal, uh, playing music for people, because it does bring up things about yourself. And since I started off in radio in news, this has been really fun to just be a little vulnerable and talk about, you know, the things in the music that re- that resonate with me. And I'm, I've am i always been a very open person as far as I'll share things with people. And uh, it's only gotten worse as I've gotten older. Yeah. <laughs> I've only become more and more. And I, my mom used to say, uh, uh, you know, if you tell people who you are and you're really honest, then no one can really hurt you because— there's nothing they can say about you that you haven't already said about yourself, you know? And like yeah. I said, you know, my favorite people talk about how imperfect they are. So I figure I'll just do the same. I mean, I think the human condition, I mean, I was raised by, my mom was an English teacher. So and quite philosophical, really a very spiritual person too. You know, I just, I think that we all struggle. We all have our pain, right? And we all do what we can to mitigate for that, right? Whether it's mood altering or, and that can include listening to music or, going to exercise or eating delicious food or eating, you know, sugary treats. Um, And so the more we can do that, even with music, I think as a DJ, that's the best. So I try to be myself, authentically myself. And I have to give a lot of credit to Joey Cohen. Um, I'm looking over. General general manager. Our general manager here at KNKX. He hired me along with Martin Neeb in 1998. And... um, yeah, it was very sweet. He said, uh, Paige, because I, I was 25, and so I was feeling like, okay, I'm relating to people who are 40 years my senior. That was my headspace. You for, mean the listeners? For public radio, at right. The time, because yeah. at the time, that was who I saw come to all of our events back at the station I'd worked at in Missouri. You know, most people are much older than me, like by 30 years or more. So, yeah. and he, he just looked me right in the eye and said, I, I just want you to be yourself. Because our listeners are like you, and they'll relate to you. So even when I got pregnant, I would I would share things about you know what I was going through, uh, even in my crosstalk with Dick Stein on the air or, what, or whatnot. And he used to call me Paige, one whole gallon of water a day, Hanson, because I was drinking a whole gallon of water every day, because <laughs> it forced me to go up and down the stairs. Back um, we were located on the campus at PLU right. in Eastvold. Which has two stories, so I'd go. I'd have to go up the stairs and down the stairs, and I was like, "That's my exercise. That's why I'm drinking a gallon of water." But and yeah, KNKX, as of August, has moved to downtown Tacoma, yeah. which is very exciting. It's so cool that yeah. we're here in the heart of things on uh, 930 Broadway oh. with a very public presence. Yes, and uh, we are Tacoma is on the is a you know a side gig for me. Yes. Um, my day job is doing marketing for. KNKX, uh, so this is kind of doing double duty, I guess, this episode. But I really think that the 
the experience when I see people walking down the street and they see a radio station there and, you know, we'll invite them in for tours or something like that. It's it's a really fun feeling because I worked a couple hours or a couple months at the PLU campus and then I got to come here. And, you know, we were hard to find. We weren't well labeled. And suddenly we're in the thick of it uh, with a big, bright sign out front. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty exciting to have a, a jazz station and a new station operating out of the heart of downtown Tacoma. It really is. It makes us feel vibrant as a city, doesn't it? Because when you think, when I think of big cities, I think of, you know, moving and grooving and, you know, uh, people looking out for each other. I do. I, I kind of think of it like, you know, a whole bunch of people living around each other. Yeah. And sometimes I think in Tacoma, we forget that we, we are that way. Like, we are this way. And yeah. this station right here in the storefront is very much like that. Yeah. Well, and I will tell people that if you want to come see the radio station, we're going to have an open house during the tree lighting on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So you can come in uh, and uh, see the radio station uh, between like 4.30 and 7.30 if you're down here for the 6 o'clock tree lighting on Saturday. I think it's the 30th of November. So I think that's the way a radio station station should be. I think that some of my coworkers are going through a little bit of whiplash because for years, public radio especially was kind of, we were thrust in the basements of libraries right. on campuses right. around the country right. because of the 1970s uh, uh, act that made it possible for public radio to exist. And so, because um, I was literally in the basement in Missouri when I was a news director there. And so you're used to just kind of being like, in your private little space, this makes us more public. Very public. And, but I'm extroverted, so I'm cool with it. But my poor little introvert friends are, yeah. are having a little— It's a change. <laughs> there's a little bit big, of a, Big, wind, big windows uh, out there. Yeah. And people just want to come on in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we do, we do lock our doors because, you know, we're technically not, like, able to give tours and able to, you know, have the public— We have a bunch of expensive radio equipment. A bunch of yeah. that, and, you know, it's small. Oh yeah, we're not we're not really set up to be a public place, but uh, but yeah. But when we can, it's pretty fun. It is, and tonight I know uh, this is going to air later, but we're having folks in for a news event. And yeah, it's exciting. It really is. Yeah, yeah. I I this is my first time ever working in radio, and uh, you've been doing it for a lot longer, so um, it's really been it's been really great, I have to say, and I'm sure you feel the same both on the news and the jazz side. Yeah, well, and I also like I'm a big person when it comes to like what I hear. Like I mm. love to put good things in my ears, good, good, good music, uh, good podcasts, good, you know, just, just really, I love the human voice a lot, you know, and I miss phones. Uh -oh. we're, we're all texting. I do not miss. We're I, all texting I, each I, other I, now. I don't like phone calls. You not don't? Oh, okay. Not yeah. into it. But see, I'm a radio person. Yeah, so you I, can, you know, you're You right. can just see me, right? Like, remember the phones with the, with the cords? Oh, yeah. I used to snake mine into my room. Yep. and just talk to my friends and just, you know, you like, we fall asleep. We fall asleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just hearing their little voices right That's there. Great. Made me feel less lonely as a, as a kid. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you're not, it's not like you're married. Right. You're sleeping in a bed all by yourself. Right. Meet your friends. But now I guess our, our kids are going to be on their phones, huh? Yeah. Uh, Texting. On their phones. We still say phone, but they're just, yeah, they're just typing away. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, uh, we're going to put links to our upcoming uh, concert for uh, Platonics and the November tour for KNKX. Is there any way where someone can find you? Do you have a website or anything like that you just want to give a call out to? No, but you can find me on Facebook. Okay. I do have a, a have a public figure page, okay. and, and that's a great way to find me and, and follow me because, you know, you try to keep some sense of privacy, uh, but I love my community so much, yeah. and I want people to connect with me. So yeah. find me on Facebook, and uh, Platonic's soon to have a website, but right now Facebook's where to find that as well, and Candy Shop, come see us uh, 
on, on Valentine's Day and dance away the night. Okay. It'll be good times. Well, thanks for taking the time, Paige. Thank you, Eric. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The We Art Tacoma podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.